Welcome back to Totally Nostalgic, a podcast dedicated to the pop culture of the 1980s and 1990s. Today's topic, crisscross, totally crossed out. Let's go. Okay, so this is the first episode so far that the topic is solely in the 90s. Most of my focus for the first several episodes has been primarily in the 80s, which obviously I'm going to spend a lot of time on that decade as it is one of my favorites from a nostalgia standpoint, from a pop culture standpoint uh there was just a lot of things from that decade that stand out even you know for the years that i was too young to even really remember some of that stuff just resonates from things that i would have watched later on in that decade and you know for that matter even into the 90s but i was uh, happy to have a change of pace for this episode and As I said in the intro, today I'm going to be discussing the rap duo known as Criss Cross, and more specifically their uh, debut album that was released in 1992 called Totally Crossed Out. So let's start with uh, some background. So Criss Cross was an American hip-hop duo that consisted of Criss Mac Daddy Kelly and Criss Daddy Mac Smith. Both of them were from Atlanta and had been friends since the first grade. Eventually, they were discovered in a mall in Atlanta by Jermaine Dupree. They signed a deal along with Jermaine with Rough House Records and recorded their debut album, Totally Crossed Out, which was released in March 1992, which again is the main topic of today's show. On that album, the first single released was the immensely popular Jump, which went on to become the first rap song to top the Billboard Hot 100 for eight weeks. Not only was the song a hit and a serious banger of a song, the album was great, and it was astonishing to me how talented these guys were for such a young age looking back on it now. I mean, at the time of the release, the... They are only about two years older than I was at that time and making this amazing music while I could barely make myself a bowl of cereal in the morning says a lot to me. This album was huge, selling over 4 million copies and being certified four times platinum. It included the singles Jump, Warm It Up, I Miss The Bus, and It's a Shame. Another thing that made these two young guys stand out from the crowded popular music crowd of the time, in addition to their talent, was their unique style of wearing their clothes backwards. I remember my mom bought me this album on cassette, and my friends and I legit put our clothes on backwards and jumped around while doing our best to rap jump out the top of, at the top of our lungs on the sidewalks of our neighborhood. This was some fun times. Back to the band though, unfortunately Chris Kelly passed away far too young on April 29, 2013. Mac Daddy said in an interview shortly before his death that he continued to wear his clothes backwards after the release of their debut album for 21 years. 
an amazing artist that we lost too soon. Jump was an all-timer for 90s records, selling over 2 million copies and continues to sound fresh and energetic to this day. It's without a doubt one of my favorite 90s songs. For those of you who have not heard it, although I think that'd be very few, um, or who haven't heard it in a while, please go out of your way to listen to not only that single, but also that album. It's, it's really good, and again, astonishing how good it is considering their age. Um, but yeah, it stands up really well, and I highly recommend it. Okay, now let's look at this week in pop culture history, and we'll stick to the year of our main topic for today, Totally Crossed Out by Criss Cross, was released in 1992, so this week we're going to look at this week in history, 1992, which would have been the week of October 4 through 10, and uh, on Baywatch on October 5th, 1992, Season 3, Episode 4, was titled Rookie of the Year. Summer and Matt begin rookie school to prove themselves. But problems arise with Summer, afraid to make a peer jump, and Matt wondering if he's lifeguard material after being put down by his self-serving screenwriter father. Meanwhile, CJ and Stephanie end up as reluctant roommates and their different living arrangements quickly drive each other up the wall. Also, Guadio Torzini, a lonely, bumbling Italian janitor, tries to get everyone to notice his work when he cleans up the messy offices and classrooms of Baywatch headquarters. And this week in history in 1992, on USA Up All Night would be October 10th. And that night, the films that were featured was Rock Video Girls from 1991, a movie with girls from rock videos, followed by Wimps, a film from 1986 uh, with a nerdy college student is pressured to help a jock write love letters to the campus beauty, even though the nerd is in love with her himself. And also Basic Training, 1985. Melinda comes to Washington, D.C. to visit her friend Debbie and to find a job in government where she hopes to do her part to make it better. She gets a lower echelon administrative position at the Pentagon and finds things pretty slack. Her boss seems to be more interested in getting in her pants than trying to find lost data on the Russians. Melinda resists his advances and begins working her way up in the Pentagon finding subtle ways of getting her policies implemented by manipulating the sloveling males that populate the Pentagon, including finding a way to defuse the mounting conflict with the Russians. Well, quite a uh, plot and premise to that movie. So that was this week uh, in history on Up All Night. Also, this week in 1992, October 4 through 10, the following albums were released on 10-6, Automatic for the People by R.E.M., their eighth studio album, and has to date sold over 18 million copies. It featured the singles Everybody Hurts and Man on the Moon. Also, 
On October 6th, Soul Asylum released their sixth studio album called Grave Dancers Union. It has gone multi-platinum and included singles Runaway Train and Somebody to Shove. And also on October 6th, the 10,000 Maniacs released their fifth studio album titled Our Time in Eden. And this was the last album recorded with original lead singer Natalie Merchant, who would go on to subsequent solo success. The singles on this album included These Are Days and Candy Everybody Wants. Great year for music in 1992, especially that week in October. Uh, when it comes to WWF slash WWE, there was actually no live events this week uh, in history. And uh, a couple interesting facts that I don't typically bring up was uh, this week in 1992, there was uh, two pretty popular uh, and long-standing video games released, and uh, it was on October 5th, Final Fantasy Mystic Quest was released for Super Nintendo, and in the arcade world on October 8th, 1992, Mortal Kombat was released, which of course would be followed eventually with a live action film and uh, subsequent video games for consoles as well. So that was this week in 1992 in our pop culture reference. Okay, and finally, as I like to do in each episode, let's bounce over to Twitter and see what some accounts had to say regarding our main topic for today, which was crisscross. So I found three tweets I'd like to highlight right now. So let's start with one from at three-legged Lee Lu from February 6, 2020. Uh, in quotations, wearing clothing backwards is outside of the box. Absolutely. And uh, also in this post, when your 2020 cutting edge fashion concept was pioneered by a teenage rap duo in the early 90s. Hashtag Project Runway, hashtag Crisscross, and a famous photo of Daddy Mac and Mac Daddy with their clothes on backwards, of course. On to the next one. We have a post that was from way back on February 25th of 2018 from It's Hella Classic. And it features, do you ever wear your clothes backwards, question mark, hashtag crisscross, hashtag hella classic. And it features a photo of the two, the duo on stage during a live show with, uh, of course, their clothes on backwards. And finally, from October 3rd, 2019, from at Rewind Art Design. We got tune in for our next Rewind documentary episode answering one of life's mysteries. What happened to Crisscross? We dive into their history leading to their worldwide success that ended tragically. Hashtag Crisscross, hashtag 90s. And uh, there's a link here to tune in on Spotify. An episode definitely I would recommend to get even more background on Crisscross and uh, their success and unfortunately as we talked about earlier the tragedy in the end so good stuff there and 
I uh, just wanted to thank you all for for uh, checking out this episode again. Uh, this one's being uh, released a little late for me. I've been trying to get them recorded uh, over the weekends and have them drop by that Wednesday, but the week kind of got away from me, so I apologize for the delay. But uh, hopefully you enjoyed this one, and I will be back very soon with a new episode. And thank you again, and I'll talk to you soon.